I apologize if any of my uh, dishwasher noises can't be high-passed or, as autocorrect insists, hippoed out of... (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny, too, because Joe's like... uh, (laughs) That... It's pretty easy to hippos away, hippos, because <laughs> you have to try again, and it defeats you. You hit send, thinking that you've successfully typed the thing, and it changes it again just as you're hitting send. It's wonderful. I love technology, um, inclu- especially my dishwasher, which is on the opposite wall of the room I'm recording in. Um, <laughs> so this is not a podcast about hippos. Um Hippa might come up, but probably not. <laughs> Which, incidentally, is spelled with two A's and only the one P. Yes, everyone gets that wrong. And it's a shame that they didn't find a way to make it hippo and have a mascot and everything. Our politicians aren't fun. They could have called it the Health Insurance Portability and Privacy Act and leave out accountability because privacy kind of covers that. But, it's, well, not entirely. Eh, I don't know. They're horrible. Legislators are horrible, and they uh, gave it a horrible name that is easy to pronounce and hard to spell because you want to spell it like hippos. Speaking of bad laws. Um, <laughs> evidently, in in the year 2000, um, the measles was effectively eliminated in the United States, which was pretty sweet because kids used to die sometimes and sometimes not kids used to die. And uh, even if you didn't die, it's real bad for your hearing. And I think you can go blind. And basically having a disease is much worse for you than not having the disease. Um, So the, the measles vaccine was a super good idea. Uh, if measles wasn't a big deal, they wouldn't have developed a vaccine for it very soon. Like, MMR uh, is... So, like, back in my day, <laughs> they didn't vaccinate kids against the chickenpox because there wasn't a vaccine. And I guess they were working on one because nowadays kids are vaccinated. But it was considered not that big a deal. And for the most part, it isn't. Uh, in rare cases, it is. Measles obviously must have been worse than that because it got a vaccine sooner. Um, yeah. Just stands to reason. That's how <laughs> that's how research works. Yeah, and uh, for the record, on chickenpox, the official recommendation in the United States is now vaccination rather than intentional exposure. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think I was intentionally exposed, although it's I guess it's just as well that I was given that we weren't vaccinated because it's it's real bad if you've never had it and you get it as an adult. Um, But again, having the disease is still much worse than not having the disease. So vaccinating is better. Kids will miss less school and stuff. But also, I think they're less likely to get shingles as an adult if they're vaccinated instead of actually having the disease. Yeah. Um, So I have that to look forward to. (laughs) Um, But getting back to measles, uh, banner day or month or year or whatever in 2000, that was pretty sweet. Uh, No more measles. Awesome. (laughs) However, a bunch of people uh, started opting out for, not for religious reasons. So the Amish um, have been opting out of vaccines all along because they're the Amish. They don't do technology stuff, including vaccines. Yeah, no surprise which kinda, there. 
yeah, it kind of sucks if you're an Amish kid and then you go live somewhere else because um, you're going to want to get like all of those. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're an Amish kid and you stay in the Amish community, you're probably going to be okay because they're relatively isolated. Yeah. Um, they definitely don't get on airplanes <laughs> and go to airports and like hang out at the grocery store and go to the mall and stuff. Like that's not really an Amish thing to do. So your your odds of getting infected are lower. I mean, if I were Amish, I would still rather be vaccinated. Um, I guess you. I guess maybe you go to hell or something. I'm not really sure uh, what the deal is with the no. But so anyway, that that was actually an argument that somebody raised on somebody else's Facebook page, and there was it devolved from there. But <laughs> but anyway, the Amish are probably fine. The rest of us, uh, not so much. If you're some random ass white person in the Pacific Northwest, whose special little snowflake uh, was not vaccinated. Well, <laughs> there's a big old measles outbreak at the moment, uh, the scale of which we haven't seen in decades, obviously. Um, that's not great, because uh, your kid might not, you know, have their hearing or eyesight or any, you know, whatever, whatever other complications can happen. But you might actually kill a baby. Yeah. So measles is particularly contagious in that sneezing into the air and then leaving the room and then another person coming into the room, like after the sneeze is a way that it can spread. And there are very few things that can like hang out literally in the air like that. Like the common cold, for example, you need to be sneezed upon to shake hands or touch something in succession. Aerosolized uh, diseases are pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Real easy to catch. Uh, and with the... So patient zero for this it was probably a valid religious exemption, but because of all the uh, quote-unquote smart white people not vaccinating mm -hmm. their children, that is why it has turned into an actual thing that has spread. Because, you know, we threw herd immunity out the window. Otherwise, that, <laughs> that would have been just that one isolated case, or that one isolated case may not have even occurred due to enhanced he, uh, herd immunity. It's, and, and, and the whole thing, like, it's so insulting. Uh, there, a lot of the rationale for it, which was like, well, the MMR vaccine causes autism, which A, it does not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if <laughs> ignoring the fact that that is factually untrue, um, it's basically you as a parent who refuses to give your child this vaccine are saying to them that their life is less important than being neurotypical. Yep. Because a not neurotypical child would be a burden. Right. Which is just a horrible thing to say. Yeah. Uh, even if that were true, which it is not. <laughs> right. And of course, it's especially insulting to every non-neurotypical podcast host, which is most of us, apparently. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> that, you know, we'd be better off then. Yeah. Super. It's really distressing. And evidently, I, I saw somebody saying earlier today that uh, Jenny McCarthy, the queen bee of autism ruined my child which by the way i hope her child doesn't find out that she said that <laughs> it, i mean she didn't literally say that in those words but like everything she said yeah meant that um 
anyway, her uh, pediatrician is recommending that people vaccinate their fucking children. Right. <laughs> like, the guy who enabled her in her wackadoolery is now uh, recanting and uh, advising that, oh yeah, actually it's kind of bad if, yeah. if, if your children get wholly preventable diseases that can cause real bad things to them and especially to those who cannot be vaccinated for whatever reason. Yeah, and even she's attempted to walk some of it back in, you know, a terrible, half-assed, well-actually way, but it's not... Uh, or, or, like, I think her current stance is do your own research. Okay, lady, but... <laughs> yeah, you're, you're still not saying uh, you should vaccinate your children because I was an idiot for saying previous things. Which is what she really needs to say. I mean, when yeah. she tells people to do their own research... Half of that shit is going to be stuff that she personally is responsible right. for being put out there that yeah. says, no, you mustn't do this. It will ruin your child. On the modern web, like SEO is every <laughs> is, is more important than factual accuracy. Yeah. Uh, and certainly more effective in surfacing Google results. So you have all these people who are not qualified to be doing their own research, <laughs> attempting to do their own research, and they're going to come out of it thinking that chemtrails are real mm -hmm. <laughs> and that no definitely their child who might be like 10 years old by this time right will cat will get autism if they're vaccinated like i th i'm pretty sure once your child is older than like two <laughs> you you'll well i guess sometimes okay so let's go with let's go with seven by the time your child is older than seven you will know whether they are autistic or not yeah the symptoms will have emerged or not if they have it's almost certainly genetic uh so i mean there are rare cases where a child with a mitochondrial uh a previously unknown mitochondrial disorder uh is uh you know has complications from a vaccine which can cause autism or autism like symptoms uh but that's again very rare and uh the, the measles is not very rare <laughs> once we lose herd immunity and it's not good for you it's super not good for you so the one thing that alleged rational, I mean, well, there's a couple of arguments that these people try to make. Well, number one, you know, religious exemption. And I mean, as a uh, flaming atheist who had uh, Catholicism forced <laughs> down his throat as a child, I am okay with the U.S. doing some limiting on religious freedom if it is applied to all religions and not, you know, only applying religious freedom to evangelicalism um yeah you know there there is a line of greater good for example it is like you don't get a religious exemption if your re religion includes like non-consensually eating people wait what religion involves that oh catholicism right yeah. okay that's right <laughs> i i almost forgot about yeah. all that all that all that uh stuff where you do that transubstantial stuff cannibalism yay um <laughs> yeah it's, which is such a way i get you know it never occurred to me that like you're supposed to literally believe all that yeah when i was like, a kid it's not a metaphor it is like, I, I assumed it was fables and metaphors and the yeah. lesson is like you know do unto others as you would have them do unto you which is you know a fine and laudable thing to say i'm like okay cool i get it we're supposed to generally be nice to each other and not steal and stuff cool uh, nice yeah, parable, welcome, bro. Welcome to second grade. Time to eat Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which again, I figured was, you know, a, a metaphor. <laughs> like, 
Like, I mean, I I couldn't comprehend that somebody was, I was supposed to literally believe that, like, through some kind of magic, <laughs> that, that priests all go to magic school and they convert, whatever. Anyway, Catholicism is super weird. Another thing is that, well, vaccines are pushed unnecessarily by big pharma and, you know, and then there's two versions of unnecessarily. There's the one which is not even based on anything, which is that we don't need vaccines. And the <laughs> other one, which is uh, patently false, is that vaccines will breed um, resistant viruses because um, with bacterial infections, it is a thing where if you immunize against a or rather if you if you give antibiotics for a disease that is not in the population really all you're doing is creating an opening for a mutated version of it which is not affected by those antibiotics uh, but uh, viral vaccines work in a completely different way you are exposing the individual to a very small quantity of live or dead virus and it is the real version of the virus that they would get in the wild and their immune response to that is to make a blueprint of it and save the blueprint for the antibodies for defeating it for the literal rest of your life so that when you do encounter that in the wild, it doesn't get a chance to make you sick because your body already knows what it is and can respond to it immediately. So there's no chance of, like, mutation on the part of the virus because the moment it gets into the vaccinated person's body, it is eradicated. It, it doesn't have, you know, like, the one survivor that was a little bit different that gets mm -hmm. to propagate. It's just beat down instantly. Even if there is that one survivor that's a little bit different, the thing about your immune system, which is different from a pill of antibiotic, is that your immune system can adapt, right. which it will. It'll say like, okay, well, that's kind of similar to this thing. I'll attack it in that fashion. And then, well, that's not really working all the way. Well, shit, send in the troops. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you'll adapt because we can do that. We're, you know, living organisms. Antibiotics are static things that live in pills and generally pills, sometimes injections anyway, um, which can't do that. So obviously uh, that that that's not a real issue. You can kind of tell because if that were a real issue, we would have like super smallpox right now. Right. <laughs> and, and we don't. We eliminated, we actually 100% eliminated smallpox, which was an amazing human achievement. Uh, well, not probably not 100%, but damn fucking close. Uh, and smallpox used to, smallpox was real bad. Yeah. Like, smallpox makes the measles look like a paper cut. I was going to say a day at the beach, but yeah. <laughs> okay, sure, that works too. Even, even better. Because um, if smallpox didn't kill you, you were left horribly scarred, and with any number of other complications. Uh, real bad stuff. But vaccines uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we basically got rid of that, which is amazing. Like, that was one of the greatest things humanity has ever done. And it was a collective effort, and now it's done. Cool. Yeah, and the, the real tragedy of uh, 
measles specifically in that regard is that we ought to be able to extinct it because it um, does not even incubate in other animals. It can only be transferred human to human or human to object to human in a brief window of time. It absolutely requires people. We have the power. <laughs> it's not like right. we have to worry about, you know, like, is there some population of, of monkeys or can it spread through pets or, you know, pigeons or whatever? <laughs> you know, this is this is an easy one. Like, it might be the easiest one. It's not the bubonic plague. It doesn't live in the ground among ferrets or prairie dogs or whatever. Yeah. And given that we can eliminate a disease, just wipe it off the face of the earth. <laughs> that it's, ought to be a priority. <laughs> right? Like, that's freaking badass. We should totally do that. Uh, and uh, and one earlier thing you said, you know, about maybe you survive the disease, but you are killing a baby in the process, um, is that, so these viruses that we vaccinate against intentionally, so there's barely such a thing as antivirals, and their use is discouraged for anything that isn't attacking the immune system specifically like hiv part of that is being responsible about about not going down the uh, antibiotic resistance mm -hmm. route with things although that already is occurring uh and the other reason is that antivirals like even when they work aren't that effective the real way you get over something like measles or chickenpox is that you are kept alive until your body takes care of it. And that is the treatment, period. Like, there is nothing that you can do that will defeat it, like, directly. All you can do is make sure your body is in good enough condition to fight it. And the other side of that, of course, is that immunocompromised individuals, whether that's someone who just just got over being sick with something else, uh, underwent uh, cancer treatment, is younger, elderly, they could die. Yep. Or get just one of the other horrible complications, which you could get if you're perfectly healthy too, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's not like, I, I forget who it was. Oh God, it was that asshole Bill Maher who uh, himself fully vaccinated, mind you, insists that vaccines are unnecessary if you eat like vegetables and shit. <laughs> like, okay. So back in the 19th century, a lot of people ate lots of vegetables. They ate what we would consider today to be real healthy because like that's all they had access to is the subsistence farm or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they totally got the measles, and some of them totally died. Others were permanently disabled and harmed in other ways. You know what stopped that happening? Vaccines! Yeah. Yay! So, yeah. I mean, the next couple of episodes we're going to be doing <laughs> are going to be in the category of former alarmists screaming... I told you so. <laughs> and by the way, we don't enjoy saying I told you so because we were labeled alarmists because it is a bad thing with which we were alarmed about. Right. It my even I, Queen of Spite, <laughs> yeah. 
do not enjoy when I say something horrible is going to happen if we don't do take act take steps to prevent it, and then the horrible thing happens because <laughs> the thing was bad, <laughs> even if it doesn't directly affect me. It's like, well. 